we do is a business meeting with a specific uh, purpose in and out, right? I have an MBA, securities, licenses, client net worth $50 million. And what that means to you is giving you information you can monetize in a recession. So what we do is we share life lessons. We sell common sense lessons about crime, true crime, we give you information. My wife's been a psychotherapist for 17 years. We give you information that they do not disclose on oxygen, investigation, discovery, so on and so forth. But we do a sports betting podcast. We've, we've had 1,500% ROI on, on the three years of that. It's verified. We'll send you the spreadsheets. We document every single... Uh, short-term investment we make and the end of it we get out of it what you get out of it is money right and you get the how-to we don't just give you a fish we teach you how to fish but you learn insight into life into people to be aware of your surroundings so you do not make the mistakes of bob bafford has and this is bob bafford uh, part two, life lessons for Von Baffert. We took a break to make money off the mistakes, right? We gave you money. We gave you the winners of that. So that's four out of five Triple Crown races. We've given you uh, information so you can put money in your pocket. So ask yourself, what can you listen to that's functional, right? That, that's tangible, that you can use the information to make money. And what we get out of it is we've gotten a lot of great feedback, a lot of insight into our game so we can, you never stop learning because life never stops teaching. So when we do the crime podcast, each episode builds on the next. So this links into Bob Baffert part two, but as we go along here, We'll tie everything together from the first podcast because it really, it's all tied in together. It really makes sense. Really, I like the information we have because it really makes sense of the coverage NBC has. Fills in the gaps and and, and fills in the lies uh, of what's going on. And we got a good visual. That was a good interview. Not wasn't a good interview, but we saw the lies of uh, that was coming on. Uh, now I know how to pronounce her last name, Estronic. Belinda Stronic. You spelled the Stronic, but I kept calling him that. But it's Stronic, Belinda Stronic. Very interesting interview with her. 
before the Preakness. It ties it all in. Also, the concept of uh, selective prosecution, right? Uh, so many crimes being committed that you can only prosecute so many crimes. And some people get away with committing crimes and we have to know why and why you can't. <laughs> For the most part, I can't. So another business process we use here is that if you are the smartest, toughest guy in the room, you are in the wrong room. Scott, he's bringing in a different perspective from New England. There's a lot of horse racing stuff going on in New England. There's a lot of people stuff going on in New England. And him and I have been around expensive places to live for about 105 years combined. <laughs> Sounds like in wrestling when they used to say combined weight. We're combined years of living and learning from mistakes. It's not that we live perfect lives, but we've learned from the imperfections, the mistakes we make. We even have a whole podcast dedicated to our faulty thinking and how to correct it for the next week, which surprisingly enough, Chad and uh, Scott like it a lot, like it a lot in their process. Yep. So Scott, what are your first words as we talk we get to Bob Baffert 2015 to now, it really ties in together what's going on with sports betting, what's going on with payouts, yep. football is going to change a little bit, yep. uh, a lot of things going on, different outlets. Private outlets are probably going to be more than the public outlets from now with DraftKings losing all that money, FanDuel losing all that money. Yeah. Uh, so what are your first thoughts? Uh, this is, you know, again, I'll say this, this is phenomenal and great to do. Um, it gives you a lot of insight into the, the back ends of horse racing, the behind the scenes, so to speak. Um, and it brings your betting a little bit better because – of the fact that you're going in with all this information that we've given and it's resulted in two triple crown races this year, profit, uh, especially me with the Preakness, not a lot of horses, you know, I, I hit the trifactor, I hit some wins, stuff like that. And we, if you listen, we gave you early voting as one of the horses that could possibly Brown. win this. Yeah, Chad Brown. Chad Brown, you said that Chad Brown had targeted this race. So it would yep. Chad Brown, you know, I was looking on Wikipedia, Chad Brown graduated from Cornell. That's yeah. There, there's the value of his education right there. That he says he targeted to something and it came through. Yep. But we get and he, Yeah, and the other thing, the other horse we gave you was was the number seven Almanac, and he was ahead from basically beginning to the final stretch. So we we were in good shape to to give you the top two horses. And then he just faded, but we were right on it. We were right on it. So this, this has helped that. And, uh, you know, the Belmont's in a couple, two and a half weeks. So, of course, we'll get everybody up to date on that in due time. But Bob Baffert's a, a very interesting um, person in the horse racing field. We've, we've, we've documented all highly interested peop interesting people in the horse field. He's in on the camera, but behind the scenes, there's a lot of stuff with him. So. A lot. And then, oh, yeah. And then um, uh, our last, going to be our last, it's funny how fast things go, but our last horse racing through crime is going to end up being Linda Rice. Again, mm -hmm. yeah, Linda Rice. And I'm still, I just hear her name, I laugh, and I'm fascinated. <laughs> Others are 
as well. She ties in, and it's a good one to finish <laughs> with the rice. Yep. She ties in, uh, you know, horse racing to sports betting and the murder of uh, Bonnie and uh, not Bonnie, but Honey and Barry Sherman, right? Yep. In the previous podcast. Uh, the, the stage for do their own research. Yeah, and they give you and they give you a little and they give you a little preview on her before we go into Bob Baffert is she's been linked with many, many heavy hitters in the political world and the sports world. So right. Um, she's interesting for sure. Yeah, we were talking before the podcast that if you and I had uh knowingly right like to say and uh people knew that scott or josh have been injecting horses with sinivitrol for 20 years you and i would be in jail right now absolutely absolutely yep no question so last week we talked about bob is he here bob baffer bob who is this guy bob baffer uh can we we detailed his story, his narrative, to learn from him. Uh, because he, you know, in life, there's only so many outlets you have to learn from people, learn from their mistakes, so you don't make those mistakes. So he he won maybe I think one or two Kentucky Derbies, Triple Crown races in 25, 30 years in the industry, and suddenly from 2015 on, he wins all of them. <laughs> Including last year with Medina Spirit, which dies of a heart attack. Yeah. And Medina Spirit, we won 12 to 1 because it was apparent. And, and this is what gets me, right? Let me know your thoughts, Scott. The disconnect, oh. they have so much power that the disconnect, you and I have to be connected to reality so all the bills get paid on time. You don't have problems, uh, you know, different things. So to get everything paid on time, to have no late fees, to have people breathing down your neck, accusing you of stuff. I don't know how nice you try to be, you know, get you to be on time. Somebody accuses you of something or somewhere for something. So you have to you have to be on top of this. But these yeah. people are so detached that uh, they escape reality, right? And you're like, how, what does that have to do with making money? Well, they were so escaped from reality that I, as a novice, somebody who knows nothing about horse racing, one, bet $100, got $1,200 back because I knew for a fact that Medina Spirit was going to be fight. Mm -hmm. Like, Josh, how do you know this? Well, it's what our parents told you, told us. Don't hang out with the bad kids in the neighborhood because you're going to be trouble. You might not be the one doing the trouble, but there's going to be trouble and they might accuse you of it. And yep. the other part of it is where there's smoke, there's fire. So this is where I kind of said, oh, I got to start looking into this. And it was, and we have uh, the the playing of it in the beginning of the podcast. And I'll get it up in a second. But it is 
um, American Pearl. And I didn't know nothing and I wasn't doing the type of research that I'm doing now. And American Pearl wins a contingent. And they immediately go to Saeed, who's the owner. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Cool. Little diversity here, a guy who not just a white guy, he's you know, whoever. He he was a Kentucky Democrat, great. So they, they interview him. And they're like, oh Saeed, congratulations on winning the Kentucky Derby. And he's like, you. And I'm like, what is he talking about? I did this for you. I'm like, what do you do? <laughs> you're the owner, you're not a trainer. I mean, you bought the horse, right? I did this for you. I did this for the people. I did this for the people. I'm like, wait a second, man. I was born that day, not yesterday. You didn't do this for the people. You did this because the value of the horse increases with the win at the Kentucky Derby. Yes. And I'm like, how full of crap can you be to start spewing stuff like that. People don't care. And this is America. People, horse racing to boot, which is it's about excess, right? The sport of kings. Now, you and I can't buy a, a thoroughbred horse. We can, you and I, Scott and Josh, cannot go to Kingland. Just walk. First of all, security would stop us and say, okay, what's your badges? Why, why are you guys not on the list or whatever? Yep. Yep. Go to Kingland, buy a horse, and win the Kentucky Derby. Not everybody can do that. So we know that there's some excess involved. There's no philanthropy. There's no nothing going on. And this guy's saying, I'm doing this for you. I'm doing this for the people. I'm like, who is this guy, Saeed? Well, Saeed ends up being a criminal involved with illegal sports betting. Yeah. He bought American Pharaoh for $4 million. And usually... The highest they'll go on a horse is 1.7 million. He buys it for four. One million. It, man, uh, knowing what we know now is a little detail about American Pharaoh. <laughs> you think maybe American Pharaoh will spike? Because you buy a horse for four million, yeah. you got to make sure you're going to get that money back. Yeah, and um, double the price, more than double the price of a usual horse. Um, again, remember back in those days, the drug, the druggy, uh, drug testing of the horses was not as scrutinized as it is now because of what Bob Baffert did last year. So you could get away with a lot more back when American Pharaoh won right. than you can now when Rich Strike and Medina Spirit won. Right. So keep, keep everybody keep that in mind and uh, to tie in this Kentucky Derby with what you were just talking about. I am sure the prince got offers to buy that horse right away after he crossed the finish line, right, right away. So that's, that's why when you see these horses not running more races and not, and being pulled out and stuff like that, it's because they've gotten multi-million dollar offers on these horses. And I'm sure that, that Baffert with Medina spirit got multi-million dollar offers last year on the horse so and of course he died months later after the derby so um, i'm sure american pharaoh was drugged as well yes yeah, and saeed uh from egypt 
He's currently residing in New Jersey. And right now he is broke. <laughs> but that's what happened to Saeed. The train is Bob Baffert. So why does Bob Baffert have to do this, right? And we said it was maybe because of his new family. Wife, four kids, uh, grown kid, leaves her. He's 69 years old. Now he has a young kid. Young kid now, I think, is 16. Uh, so he has to pay for college. And he has to pay for other private school. Yep. But this is this is where it, where it started, right? 2015. This is the call of America Ferrell. the dubious part of it. You know, what's he doing with Zaid? Uh, a convicted felon, somebody who has money laundered, uh, was sued for, you know, $35 million by the government. Uh, he had, all right, back to your point, right, it's probably this horse was spiked. Zaid has had 30 Bafford horses. So Bob Bafford, has had 30 horses with Zaid that have failed drug tests. <laughs> oh, boy. So we go back to we mentioned a previous podcast, kind of tying together, like Steve Jobs said, connecting the dots. Yep. The George Navarro. Jason Service indictment, where we know where 600 horses that we know about have died, right? They, in the indictment on the FBI wiretap saying about burying horses, right? Uh, how many horses do you think, you know? Bob, or let me put it to this, based on the evidence we don't know. We're going to talk, when we talk about evidence, and I'm not sure it's on the, uh, on the uh, episode notes, we're talking about video with corroboration, the contemporaneous documentation, this contemporaneous with corroboration. So I can say whatever I want. Josh, you have a video of it. You said it. Scott can corroborate it. Yes, I was there with Josh. I saw the video and I can corroborate it. When this got corroborated, right after the after date that Josh did. So that's the evidence we use here. And if you went to court with that evidence, most likely you'll be okay. This is not rigged, whereas there's a selective prosecution for your boss. Because it's Josh, we go back to Josh and Scott. If Josh and Scott had 30 horses tested dirty, probably would be walking around freely. But Bob Baffert had. Did NBC talk about any of this when they were saying no. they was running his horses and stuff? No. They were telling you things that are not on NBC. We were talking <clears throat> And if you're about buy for horse, this is what you're doing. And as one man, 
one man from Navarro to Baffert that has has been included in all this, and it's Jason Service. Right. Jason Service was the trainer for Medina for Medina Spirit last year. Well, what's it for this story, right? Because that's pretty much the Bob Baffert thing. Uh, he hangs around with guys like Zaid, and these are test results, like different labs of dirty horses. The life lesson is, why does this man have to do this? Right? There has to be financial issues involved. Because he would be like Dwayne Lucas winning every once in a while. Right? Without having all this drama everywhere. Dwayne Lucas is rich. His grandparents, grandkids are rich. So he can run clean horses and not win every year. But once in a while, will pop up and boom. This guy was winning every year until he's been suspended. Mm-hmm. And then these people on NBC, oh, well, Bob Baffert needs to be reinstated today. Yeah, really? He's, all these drug tests, the last win he had, because to me, it's, it's traumatic, right? People love animals. Yep. And the next year, he's dead of a heart attack. You know, that's yep. good for talking about mental health. That's not good for people. Because this is supposed to be a distraction. This is supposed to be fun. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I, exactly. And and the one thing that we've mentioned with this Bathford and Prince Zaid um, connection is, right. I think we've mentioned it before, he probably signed a 10-year contract with him right. when he signed. So that's why he is still connected with this guy. And he really shouldn't be. And the prince probably has told him. Money. I think he needs the money for the kids. Uh, yeah. Yeah. problems too, they need money. And I think with probably the have. These people are like you and I who say, okay, you'll go to the public school. I'll pick you up after school. Maybe I'll drop by the school to make sure it's okay. They're crazy. Yep. Not him. He's like, okay, we're going to a private school. We're paying $10,000 a year for you to go. Yep. Great. And, and I think what the prince has directed Baffert in the past is, I don't care what you have to do. We're winning this race. Do whatever you need to do because it, it gives them more money in, in the till for them. And if they win two out of the three triple crowns or win it at uh, Emirates, United Arab, which he did earlier this year for 18 million, that gives him more money and he can go to his his dad or whoever and say, hey, look, I brought in six million to the to the family, uh, family kingdom this year. Exactly. And this is what makes this is what makes that look really bad. And shame on NBC. Don't talk about Trump anymore. I mean, right. Stuff like this that you're doing makes the Trump stuff look like Penny Annie stuff. Yep. Here, right? Uh, I think they call it intellectual integrity. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, not because people are putting money in these horse races. They're really getting out picks on NBC, telling you to pick this horse or to put money there. They bring in Karnacki from the elections in there. Well, you got to tell people the whole story. I'm glad we can do this on the podcast. What Scott just said, what makes it look worse is the fact that the indictment, that we'll make sure we have links to it on the website and on the episode notes. When the indictment hits, maximum security test dirty over there where Scott just said back for money. Maximum security test dirty. Yep. You knew you had a dirty horse 
and the Kentucky Racing Commission, whatever they want to say, they let maximum security in the race. What is Josh? Yeah. Bet maximum security. So I'm as guilty as anybody else. I bet on maximum security and won that. I think it was like 10 to 1. Right. Because no because as as security was not going to win that race. As we've said before, leading up to that race, that whole week, the, the question was, do they allow this horse to race? Do they allow him to race? He he got he failed a drug test. Right. Oh, we're gonna put him in anyway. Well, right. why are you gonna all of a sudden go from I don't know if we're gonna put this horse into the horse can race in the field, even though he's failed a drug test. And then after he fails more drug tests, it you know, it makes the Kentucky Racing Association look just as guilty as Bob Baffert and the Prince or whoever, you know, Bob Baffert, Jason Service, and that contingent. Back on it, like, like I did, you have to bet maximum security that's important. No question. It's logic and getting close to the truth. Like I learned, Elon Musk said, the closer you get to the truth, right, you can predict outcomes. Yep. But the truth is that horse was spiked. So if you know that horse is spiked, then put your hundred dollars on it. And if you're like me, if you know more about horse racing, put a thousand. If you don't know anything like about horse meat, but you do know human nature, put a hundred dollars like me. And you guess what? There is no way that horse was losing that race. No chance. Okay. You know, in hindsight, in hindsight, you can say it now, but back on well, Derby I, Day, I, I put money on it, right? So I can say it. Yep. I put my hard-earned money nobody gave to me for my businesses on that. Yep. Right. Because remember, I'm seeing Zaid. All right. Oh, Zaid's a crook. Zaid's been sued for millions of dollars. Zaid buys a horse for four or five minutes. Oh, the, the same guy, right? Names and faces change, but the story's still the same. Well, the names are still the same. Bob Patrick. Yeah. So for American Pharaoh, you go now maximum security, justify. We got to get into justify next week. I'll do a little, but then you go into Medina Spirit. So what is going on? See, I'm glad because you're helping me not say to myself, am I going crazy? Because <laughs> Medina Spirit, right? That's after maximum security goes, Medina Spirit does a heart attack. Why is this guy screaming that Bob Baffert should be reinstated? Right. He's killing horses in front of us. The, the name is good for the horse racing business. The name, not the person. The name Bob Baffert is good. Under the research, yeah. Yeah. So when NBC says that, they're just basically saying without saying, if we have the name Bob Baffert in the Kentucky Derby, that make has us get more views, makes more money. Right. We don't care about the person. We want the name. He owns Rich Strike, say. Right. We want that name in the horse in the derby because if they if he wins. That gives us more of millions of dollars, but he's not in the race. So he's, they're going to the Kentucky, going to horse racing association, whoever the heck runs this, runs the horse races. So put Bob Baffert back in. So he's got NBC on his side now. So if he's got a big major network, he can go to the horse racing association and say, hey, NBC wants me back in. You want NBC to, to, to broadcast your race? Put me back, you know, reinstate me again. Doesn't work like that, you know. Well, he should be suspended for a lifetime. He should be gone forever. To be from, in my opinion, this man should not be. My, in my opinion, yeah, in my opinion, because you know, once you get into you know morality, police, into this and that, 
but what I am into is uh, making a clear determination whether you're private or public. Yep. If yep. you're public, right, then I, I prefer full disclosure. Yes. Okay. Yes. We do this on the podcast. We give you full disclosure, full yep. transparency, right? Because our lane is full open. Then we get feedback, and we got a lot of great feedback. And next week, I'll mm -hmm. read the feedback we've got. It was interesting. And we've also gotten some feedback that people won money based on our podcast, which is last yeah, phenomenal. Congratulations yep. to that gentleman. Phenomenal. Whoever won it, gentleman or that 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 lady. Got that money. Congrats. To have a good time. Yeah. Positivity in the universe. I, yeah. I a lot. So no, I mean, I mean, you've won. I've won, but twenty nine thousand just on one horse race is phenomenal. Right. Phenomenal. No. So keep it private. Say it's private. Right. NBC. Mike Tarico shouldn't say, "Oh, I'm reporting on this." No, Mike. They're not. I met him like one time. It was a club in Orlando. He thought it was staff. He gave me his jacket. I was like, hey, I'm going to steal this jacket. <laughs> I don't work here. I was just going to run out of here because I know this jacket is big for a lot of money. Oh, he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was Mike Tirico. Mike Tirico saying there, he, uh, he's reporting. No, man. No, not reporting. He, he just said, hey, I'm Mike Tirico and I'm doing public relations on the Preakness. Because now, right? You're helping people out. Nobody cares if he's in. Nobody cares if he's reporting in public relations. Yep. Now we know what it is. Now we know this is a show. Like when I go to a to a Broadway show, I know it's a Broadway show, right? It's not based on yep. it's a Broadway show, and nobody right. Broadway shows make a lot of money, right? So it wouldn't hurt Mike Tarico to do that, you know? And yeah. Tell us, he, he the guy should say this is the sentence the guy should say. Even though uh, American Pharaoh, the other was a criminal corrupt, even mm -hmm. though uh, maximum security was a horse, Bob Baffert says he doesn't know a spike, but was spiked, tested several times. <laughs> he failed many drug tests, <laughs> right? Based on security. And Medina Spirit died of a heart attack. Regardless of that, I am of the opinion that Bob Baffert should be reinstated. And the fact that Bob Baffert has had 30 known horses that's dirty. Besides all of that, I feel, in my humble opinion, or not so humble opinion, that Bob Baffert should be reinstated. Then I'm like, so, so, so just, just so, you, so people and out I, there are aware. Right. Yeah, NBC probably went to Bob Baffert two weeks or a week before the Derby and said to them, said to him, we want to interview you. What questions do you want us to ask you? And he told them what questions he wants asked. So he knew what was coming, but that's called a puff piece. They NBC just basically said to him, we're going to do it. We want to do an interview with you. We want to make you look good. What questions do you want us to ask? And that's, and that's how that happened. And then Tariko added on to it by saying he needs to be reinstated, that's not the right message to send 
because now what NBC is saying is, go ahead, drag your horse. Win the Kentucky Derby, drag your horse. We don't care whether what happens with the horse down the stretch. See, I'm, I'm an animal lover. I care about that stuff. You should never drug a horse. Never. Never drug any animal at all. So to me, it's just, it's unforgivable that you cheat the other 19 horses and owners and jockeys in that race because you want to make a quick buck. That's it's, just the way I look at it. Yeah, they shouldn't be picking, the way I look at it. They shouldn't be picking races. They should not use the word reporting because that's a fraudulent word. You guys are not reporting. You guys exactly. are, are PR reps. That's what you guys are, right? Yep. Yep. Reporting here is really PR. Exactly. A disservice. exactly. Then uh, Belinda Stronich comes on there, or Strani comes on there. The question they ask her is, you're not moving the Preakness to Toronto. She's like, no, I'm not, you know. Uh, and a lot was missing from that. A lot was missing from that. It should have been, okay, now you have the business from your dad. How are you going to improve the horse racing industry? Yeah. Uh, what are you guys doing about the spiked horses? And then if it was me, I would have been, okay, I'm, I'm a citizen reporter here. What I'm going to ask uh, Belinda is, Tronic, based on what we've done on the podcast, uh, so on and so forth, I'm going to say um, two things, Belinda. I would ask that question, right? What are you going to do about spec horses? What kind of a lab? Who's the lab we have here at the Preakness and how do we get the results from the lab? And isn't it a good idea for the horse industry to police itself? Yes. Are you guys making enough money that you guys don't use one penny of taxpayers' money in a recession and inflation uh, to regulate the horse racing industry and regulate spiked horses and re regulate the farms and so forth? And, and, and do not forget, well, two points with, with her. One is she's one of the few people that have the wherewithal to make changes in the horse racing business right. because of what she owns and, and how much. And the second thing is that horse racing industry made millions and millions, if not billions of dollars on the Kentucky Derby. Right. So there is money that they don't even know they have that could make some changes and they would still profit from the Kentucky Derby. Oh, you know, yeah. well, and that's the thing. Sitting on, he's sitting on $3.1 billion. Billion dollars. She yep. doesn't seem to make a penny her whole rest of her life. Yep. So somebody actually sit at home and do nothing. Reporting. Hey, let's do some reporting. Let's do something to help the taxpayers. That makes a lot of sense. She can pay. And those people on those boards just want to be on those boards. They're making money somewhere. They'll be on those boards for $5,000, which is like right. five pennies to you buy. $5,000 and you get a free dinner every three months at the, at the horse mission, <laughs> right? Or, or the leftovers from the track from the tank. Get freaking over the leftovers, which is good, and bring them to the horse racing meeting. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just it, something that NBC did with Baffert just puts a black mark on the sport of horse racing. It, it just does. It, it's just, it does not help the horse racing industry one bit to do any kind of story on Bob Baffert at all. 
at all. Don't don't do anything on him. He's not part of the Kentucky Derby except he sold some horses to some other some people to run in the race. That's the only way he has a connection. I, I think there's nothing wrong with educating the people. True. 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 If you're not going to educate, don't put them on. But exactly. I totally agree. We don't care. We'll do our own research and make the money, and everybody can be fooled, and we'll go the other way and make money. Um, so we're coming down the end. We got uh, Linda Rice next week, and then probably a, a preview of the Belmont in a couple of weeks. Right. I uh, hope everybody is enjoying this because this is this is phenomenal stuff. I love it. I can't get enough of it. Um, you know, Bob Baffert's an interesting guy that we just covered the last two two out of three episodes. So, um, you would never think you, know, hope, you would never think the way he presented. Yeah, you don't. You didn't know the full Bob Baffert until you listen to this. Now you know a little bit more about him and his, his how it's handling the horses. So, you know, I, again, I mean, a kid at a late age. Not, I'm not telling you not to do it, but you're going to be presented with the issues Bob Baffert's presented. Yeah, and and again, and again, the hits on on this and the people listening to it is is just great. That means people are, are interested in, and want to learn more about horse racing, betting, stuff like that. So and then you know, our, thank you to everybody. Or use our experience or, you know, our experience to process information that's out there, but it's not being given. Yes. It's out there because we don't just get it from it. We get this from published reports, sometimes public records. You go to a local courthouse and you get some information. Exactly. Right. But it's out there. So we'll go Linda Rice, we'll go Belmont Stakes, and then after that, uh, it's going to be pretty much a football podcast, but it's going to be, it's going to be good. I think Scott's going to like it too. Uh, corruption in the NFL. Made it see from the beginning and, and to this present day, we kind of set up what's going to go on with the season. The corruption, maybe Jim will get on that podcast. That, that'll okay. that'll be a years long thing, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll sprinkle it in. It, yeah, if you know the the pigs podcast we do, the Hawthorne yeah. podcast. Absolutely. So we always Absolutely. close all the information we give is for free. When you give one, you get ten back. Like the feedback we get, tips we get to make money ourselves. I make money in the beginning of major opens. Give some feedback. Somebody listen to the podcast game. So. Winston Churchill said, you make a living from your labor, but you make a life from what you get. Thank you for listening to the ESPC Podcast Network. That's why this one cost us $800, and that cost $200. And I don't know what that cost, I'm just shit to work. That's why I wear those shoes and roll my clothes.